Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. What is going on, everybody? This is Brad uh, flying solo today, actually tonight, for Car Drinks Podcast, Episode 8. Max is currently in Europe attending Tomorrowland or Tomorrow World. I I don't remember, honestly, which one, but one of those uh, music festivals out there. So uh, hopefully he's having a good time out there, having a good experience. Uh, Jake, on the other hand... I think he's at the Rod Stewart show at Pine Knob. Um, I'm not 100% sure on that one, but Jake, if you're out there, having a good time, bud. Um, but like I said, uh, I'm Brad, and we're riding solo tonight. A couple things to go over. We're going to cover in podcast number eight here. Uh, we're going to look at the Rocket Mortgage, which is in town for the weekend in downtown Detroit. And we're going to go over... Uh, the match between myself and Jake. Uh, if you were following our Instagram story, you kind of got an idea of what went down. But for those of you who did not see that Instagram story or any of the posts, we will recap that in all of its glory. I think you can guess uh, how that turned out. We're going to get right into things and start with the Rocket Mortgage, which is at the Detroit Golf Club, not too far from here um about a half hour or so uh, i think i think friday i'm going to take the day off of work and actually head down there to catch some of the action um not the not the best field but there are some big hitters in there and usually it's a tournament that some guys some of the the smaller guys the smaller names can step up and and win that one starting off let's just go over I guess who he thinks going to win or who I think is going to win since uh, it's just me here. I mean, obviously you have to look at the big names in the tournament. We have Tony Finau, Patrick Cantley, uh, Zell Torres, Max Homa. I think, I think for the most part, those guys are the favorites, right? And then you go to, you know, down the list, Adam Scott, Maverick McNeely, Kevin Kisner, um, Davis Riley. I mean, the list goes on and on. But the field, you know, not not the best field, not not the uh, the big names we're used to seeing. I guess we're not used to seeing a lot of the big names in the PGA these days with the live going on. So, I mean, obviously, I think the favorite here is Patrick Cantley's ten to one, and Tony Finau's twelve to one. Salatoris rounds out the top three at fourteen to one. I mean, Patrick Cantley, I think. You look at the odds, and and he's the favorite. Maybe he sh- he probably should win this one. Uh, I don't know, but we've seen in the past where you get guys down there, you know, higher odds, guys you don't really hear about much. Um, 
come up and, and take this one. I don't think, from what I've heard, I don't think, I don't think Detroit Golf Club is the most challenging. I think for the most part, it's pretty straight. A lot of drivable par fours. So I think we should see some low scores, which should be should be pretty exciting. Yeah, for those of you guys who've been following us, uh, I was able to get down to Dublin, Ohio for the Memorial Tournament. And that was a really, really cool experience. My first time at a PGA event. And uh, I'm excited to get back down to uh, Detroit Country or Detroit Golf Club, excuse me, to to see the my second one and, and see some of the golfers there, some of the guys that you know you don't normally see out there on the uh, when you watch the uh, bigger tournaments. But so we'll be down there. We'll have some representation. Uh, at least me from Car Drinks will be there, and uh, we'll be posting. We'll get stuff out there on the Instagram page. Uh, if you see it, if you see me. Um, come up, come up to me. It's, let's, let's chat. Let's let me know. Let me know how we're doing. Cool. So next up, let's switch gears to the picks of the week for the rocket mortgage. The pick for this week, um, you guys know, Max and I do a golf pool every, it's usually every week. Sometimes we have off weeks depending on the tournament, but rocket mortgage is one of those tournaments. And this week we're going to go with Max Homa. So Max this season has actually played really, really, really good golf. Um, I mean, he's been in contention in a handful of tournaments. He's won the Wells Fargo uh, at the Memorial. Actually, he came, you know, tied for fifth. So I think he should put up some big numbers here, as as well as you know a bunch of other guys in the field. Uh, obviously, we talked we we talked about Cantley and and Tony Finau, and you know, I keep going back to those top guys. But I think. I think this is a course where, you know, they're going to score well. And Max Homa is one of those guys, you know, he did get cut from the open championship. However, you know, this is a t- completely different course back in the States, um, in our backyard downtown. So be really exciting, really fun to see. And, you know, like, again, I'm excited to get down there and, and, and post some stuff and get, get some content out to you guys. So it's Wednesday today. Uh, hopefully getting this podcast out to you guys uh, sometime on Thursday. So if you hear this before Friday, let me know. Shoot us a DM, leave us a comment on on the post for the podcast. What do you think the best plan of attack is for for something like this? I know we asked it before when I was at the Memorial. I mean, going going down to, to Muirfield in Ohio, I wasn't really sure, you know, obviously what to expect. But now kind of with the one PGA event under my belt, I have a good idea of, of what of what the plan is and, and what I want to do. I think I think more so I want to – I'd like to see most of the course and maybe set up at one or two holes um, throughout the day and just kind of see the guys come through and see a bunch of different golfers. I think one thing to mention too is there's these people that maybe not necessarily aren't huge fans of golf or maybe they're – you know, they play on the weekend or they don't follow – professional tour that much or their live tour in this case these days but i will say actually going to an event in person live uh, it's a whole different animal it's a whole different ball game you get this you just see these guys and and how they play and how they interact with each other with their caddies and with the fans most of the time i mean you think of the average golfer and there's obviously there's no there's nobody standing around watching you you know, there's not that much pressure. So I can, I can only imagine what's going through these guys said when they're trying to, they're trying to tee one up and hit one on 300 yards or sink a big putt to, to tie the match or go ahead or possibly even just win the match. And I mean, I give these guys props for, for 
the mental game and the mental focus and, and staying in the zone through four rounds. Just picture that four rounds of golf on the PGA, all these people watching and you got money on the line and it's your livelihood essentially. And they're going out there and throwing darts and, and making these long putts to stay in the, stay in the tournament. And like I said, it's, it, it can it, four rounds in four days. That's, that's a lot. The average golfer maybe golfs once a week, if that, and you kind of get a greater appreciation too, when you see these guys and, and, and what they do. I remember the, when I was in Ohio, I came back on the set on Saturday, had league play on Sunday. And I, I kind of just felt a little bit different, like a little more confident watching them, how they swing, how they carry themselves. I mean, by no means am I, by no means am I saying I'm, I'm I can golf with the best of them in, in the PGA or or whatever. But when you see that and you're around it, and it kind of you know it gives you a little more confidence and and maybe pushes you a little more to be better. So that Sunday, that Sunday we came out on. In, in golf league, I, you know, was hitting them well. And I think I, I can't remember exactly what the score was, but um, it was just a different feeling and, and kind of still riding the high of seeing these guys play and do what they do best. And that's golf. Obviously they're, they're on the tour for a reason. So props to them again, like I said, we'll be out there Friday, probably most of the day. The plan is to look at this podcast out before Friday Uh, Hopefully you guys hear it. Let me know what you think. Let me know if you've been there before. Uh, Where's the best spot? Where should we go? Things like that. We'll be posting on on Cart Drinks Instagram. Uh, If you're not following at cart.drinks on Instagram, uh, I think it's the same handle. We have a TikTok now. We're going to try to post more YouTube stuff as well. Just kind of taking baby steps into, into that type of stuff. So if you see us out there on Friday, check Instagram. We'll be posting from everywhere around the course. If you see us, come say hi. Let's chat. I uh, would love to meet everybody out there if you're there. I think it'd be really cool. So I want to ch- kind of change gears here away from the uh, PGA and back to the the average average Joe golfer, the uh, the car drinks crew here. Jake and I, and uh, actually his brother Joey. So Jake, Joey, and myself uh, went out for for a. It was supposed to be a quick round of Twilight, but kind of agreed to make this. This nine hole, the official uh, first match, the match number one of car drinks. We kind of teased it on uh, number seven, episode number seven. If you don't remember or you didn't listen to it, there's a few things that were hanging in the balance for the winner. For myself, uh, it was very modest. I didn't go too far. I think it was pretty fair. But I, uh, all I wanted was a new bottle of Casamigos tequila. The good, the good kind, and a couple lines to go with it. Nothing crazy, you know. Just that's that's what I wanted. That's what I liked. That's what I wanted. It was fair. So on the other hand, Jake, for whatever reason, if he were if he were to win, he wanted me to wash his truck, which I don't know, maybe kind of weird, maybe not. Which is okay. That makes sense. It's pretty fair. But he also wanted me to do it in uh, wearing a coconut bra and an American flag Speedo. Uh, I don't know. I'll be honest with you guys. I'm getting a little concerned for Jake here. 
I don't know. I don't know what's going through his mind. He, for, you know, he wants me to wash his truck. That's one thing. Um, I'll just say right now, there was never a shot that I was going to do that because there was never a shot that he was going to win that match. I'll mention this. He also had five strokes. I was giving him five strokes on nine holes. Um, well, that's besides the point. Yeah, so I don't know. I'm kind of beginning to wonder about him, a little concerned. Why would he want one of his best friends, a grown man, to wash his truck in a coconut bra and a Speedo? I don't know. I'll leave that up to you guys, and you can think about it. But I think it's a little weird, a little, a little weird to me. I kind of just brushed it off, but now kind of thinking about it a little more. That's that's a little more than weird, but nevertheless, we did post a little about it on the Car Drinks Instagram page and followed along the action. So I'll just run you through the recap. Again, keep in mind that this is a nine-hole match. Um, it was the back nine west at Maple Lane, and I gave him five strokes. He only he only was going to take four, and then he said five, and I said, okay, I'll give you five. No problem. No problem at all. It's, I'm feeling a little confident. I don't I don't think that was that was enough. So fast forward, getting to number 10 on the back nine, we decided to to do it. To, you know, let's let's go for it. Why not? We're here. Let's see what happens. So Jake sets up to the to the tee box first. I'm getting my stuff ready to go. Right off the bat, I think Jake's getting a little scared. He he walks off the tee box and as I'm walking up. So that was the first sign. I think he was a little rattled already, and we didn't even start the round. So I'm on the tee box now by myself, tee the ball up, swung and prayed that it would go where I wanted it to. And I will tell you this much. It was an absolute bomb down the middle, probably less than five yards from the green. This was about a at least 300, 300 yard hole. I mean, in no way am I trying to brag about that drive, but I think after Jake saw that one, even got a little more rattled. So great drive, feeling good. Jake steps up, and he did exactly what I knew he was going to do. A little tense on the tee box. He hits one, starts off straight, and slices it right into the trees. And I knew right off the bat that there wasn't much of a shot for, for Mr. Jake over here. So we roll up to the ball on his uh, for his second shot. I think he duffs it, hits his third one on, or just off the back. I can't remember. Meanwhile, I'm just relaxing in the cart, waiting for Jake to get his ball up to the green. Finally does. We roll up to my shot, and it's it's pretty much on the fringe. Chip up onto the green, two putt for par. I think Jake gets a five on the first hole. And just like that, I get one stroke back. So after one, straight up, I am up on Jake by one. However, he gets the five strokes. So I'm technically down four strokes to Jake. And I'm feeling, like I said, I'm feeling pretty good. My drive was really nice on the first hole. Um, I don't want to go through every hole because I quite frankly don't remember every hole. Um, have an idea, but just to uh, save my time here, let's let's kind of fast forward. So we'll just we'll just go through the first couple holes because that's really that's really the story here. Second hole, 
I pop my drive up a little bit, still right down the middle, get a little bit under it, no problem. Uh, sure as shit, Jake, another slice into the woods. So I'm feeling, I'm feeling really good now. Jake's in the shit. I'm in the fairway. Uh, I hit what I hit one up onto the green or just short again, chip up. And I think I sink that one for par. I think Jake doubled that one. Might even tripled that hole. I, I can't remember. And he started with a five stroke lead again. I'll keep going back to that five strokes because I might give him 10 next time. I don't know. So get to hole number three to so walk up to the tee box. I get honors again. Pretty much had honors the whole day. Hit my drive, pull it left a little bit. Hit it, hit it, hit it pretty well. Just pulled it a little bit. Almost hit this other group that was in the trees on the other hole. And actually, Joey almost hit the same group. So that was pretty funny. That's that's Maple Lane for you right there. Jake, here we go again. You can you can guess what what happened on this one. Winds up, hits his ball, and this is even um, this is even more of a slice. This thing goes, I I think it went over the last hole we just played, over the fairway of that hole, because we couldn't find it. And, you know, me being a nice guy, I said, you know what? You don't have to drop over here. We'll drive you back to the fairway. I'll let you drop here. You'll hit three. No problem. You know, I'm a nice guy like that, so, and we're friends, so I might as well let him have this one. So Jake hits his technically third shot from the drop. Not a bad shot. Uh, gets it up there at least. Go find mine. I had to punch it through a couple trees. Uh, hit it. Actually hit it. Uh, hit it to the green and it rolled off. So Jake Jake hits his third shot. A little bit right, but still not bad. Drive up to my ball. Had to punch it through a couple trees. Actually surprised myself with a really good shot. It hit the green. Or it rolled onto the green, then rolled just off on the right side. Jake hits up his technically four, fourth shot. Uh, sticks it pretty close. So it's a little bit of pressure now on me. Um, I have a, a small chip shot to get onto the green. I, I got it pretty close. And I believe I still sunk the putt for par. Save par. And then Jake hits his for five because of his drop. So now we're through three holes and I'm only back one. Just think about that. Jake had a five stroke lead and he's only up by one stroke through three holes. So what I'm, I'm, I'm still thinking just easy money. I can already taste that tequila. I had no intention of washing his truck with or without a coconut bra and a Speedo. Not a chance. So moving on to the fourth hole, I promise I won't go through all the holes, but just the first couple, just to just to prove a point here for you. Fourth hole, hard dog leg left. Hit a, I hit a five iron. It was only about 210 to the end of the fairway until it went left, until the hole went left. Hit a really nice shot, straight shot with my five. Set me up perfect for a second shot. Jake steps up. Hits a, hits one fairly straight, uh, close to mine. Uh, keep in mind he actually hit a hybrid, so take that for what it's worth. His second shot, he gets it close to the green, it's a little off to the right. So we drive up to my ball. I'm about 110 to 120 out from the green. 
uh, use I pull out my 52 degree wedge, line it up, take a swing, and the ball's right on target. I mean, it's it's going right for the flag, and this thing lands about three, maybe four feet from the pin, if that. It might have been closer. But I'm set up for a nice birdie putt, pretty easy birdie putt. Sink that, get another stroke back. I think Jake pars it, so we're we're all square through four holes. Four holes, we're all square. I got five. Stro- I got five strokes back. I got yes, I got five strokes back in just four holes. So one one thing leads to another. We're on the fifth hole. And I I come back with back-to-back birdies. I don't even know what Jake got at that point, but I'm definitely leading by at least one, maybe two. At this point, Jake is, I, I think he's just, he's just rattled. He was never, he was never in it, never came to play. I can, I can honestly say whatever the hell I want about him now because neither him nor young Max are here. And I will say this, he's not going to like this either, but. His brother, his little brother, Joey, he golfed his heart out. He golfed his heart out. He shot through nine, maybe a 47, if I recall. Beat beat Jake. Not only did I beat Jake, which we all kind of knew that was that was going to happen, but his little brother beat him too. you believe that? He's... He's, I think he's down bad after that one, wouldn't you say? I mean, hell, I don't have a little brother, but if he beat me in nine holes of golf like that, by by as many strokes as he did, I'd be down bad for sure. I would not be feeling good. I'd be pissed. And I think I think he is, but he might have gotten over it already. But you know what? I haven't, and I'm going to let him hear about that till the day he dies. And that was kind of the final, the final nail in Jake's coffin on, on Tuesday, July 26, 2022, first official car drinks match. You know, I don't think he was ever in it. I think the pressure got to him. He had, I mean, I mean, hell, he had five, five strokes to work with, five. He just couldn't piece it together. He really couldn't. You know, whatever happened, happened. But all I can say is. I took home the W, first official card drinks match. Really, really looking forward to that bottle of tequila because I'm actually out right now. So I'll probably just buy another one in the meantime because who knows when Jake is going to come through and and actually buy it. And, and by the time I get it, hell, it'll probably be next summer by the time I get that bottle. So not holding my breath. Definitely not washing his truck now or ever. Never going to be wearing a, a Speedo and a coconut bra while a dude watches me wash his truck. So I'm going to take that one off the table. Maybe he should aim a little bit a little bit lower next time. It still, it still kind of gets me, you know, thinking about it now. Would a grown man want to watch another grown man wash his truck? Wash his truck wearing that. Are you kidding me? But you know he he was serious about it. He kept he kept talking about it the whole round, wouldn't let it go, wouldn't let it go. 
I don't, I don't I don't like to talk a lot of shit. I don't. But when it comes to Jake and his outrageous things, it's open season. There's no filter. Let it fly. And it's not the it's not the shit talking where you know you're just calling each other out the whole time. It's it's very subtle. Little pokes. Little poke here, little poke there. Just to get them riled up, get under their skin a little bit. So you know you know they feel it. But they might not be showing it, but you just keep poking, poking, poking. And eventually they snap. And that's when you know you got him. That right there is when you know you got him. Because he can't take it. He really can't. He might say he, he can, but he, he can't. Anyway, uh, so first official cartoonix match goes to Brad, myself, by uh, technically a four-stroke win with the strokes I gave him. But actually, I just straight up head-to-head, it would have been an 11-stroke win on nine holes. That's a pretty big margin. And I'll give it to Jake. He's not – I'm not going to harp on him. He's a, he's a he's an okay golfer. I'm, I am a little better than him. Let's just be honest. Let's throw it on the table. But when you're going to come out here talking shit, trying to get me to wash your truck, Wearing that outrageous outfit, you gotta, you gotta, you know, you gotta pay the piper. You gotta pay the price. I'm never gonna let him live that one down. Can't wait. I can't wait when he's back here, when he's back on the pod, and you got Young Max back from Indonesia or Croatia or wherever he's at. Actually, he's in. He's actually in Belgium, but. Yeah, we're going to have a good time with this one. I can't wait. You know, it's like I said, it's it's just me here. It's solo podcast. First ever solo podcast. So I hope I didn't ramble too much. I'm not going to lie. kind of enjoying it. It's kind of just, you just say whatever I want. You guys, you guys got to listen if you're listening. If not, you can turn it off. I don't care. But look, the fact of the matter is Jake was talking a lot of shit and he lost and he's not here. Young Max, great guy. Hope he's enjoying Amsterdam or Ibiza or wherever he's at. I don't know. Shout out to Young Max out there. I like to imagine Max just having a hell of a time. I think he is. And we're going to hear all about it when he gets back in a couple days. So stay tuned. We'll uh, we'll chat about this one again and then start planning the match round two. I'm sure there'll be some other excuses, some other stipulations. You know, it was, he was already complaining. Oh, it's my knee. I don't have my putter. I don't have this. I don't have that. Um, but we'll go, we'll go, we'll go around it. We'll talk about it. We'll let Jake say his two cents, even though it won't mean much. We'll get back out there. We'll do another, another round, another match. And I'm, like I said, I'm sure there'll be other other stipulations and things that he he wants to do. And God only knows what he wants if he wins this one, because whatever he wanted me to do, if I lost, uh, I don't know, just forget about it, I guess. <laughs> well, so anyway, going back to it, uh, obviously, it's just me here flying solo. Just the reason for that very, very sad intro. 
one is the loneliest number. But I'll be honest with you, it's kind of fun. Kind of say what I want. Do what I want. Talk about what I want. Spin the uh, match story my way. And um, which is which is how it went. I don't know. Jake thinks I embellish a lot, but I, I beg to differ. I think it went exactly how I just told it. And the scorecard proves it. I think Joey hung on to it because it was one of his better rounds. So we might have to t- might have to get that scorecard back and put it in a frame. And it's, that's a piece of card drinks history right there. I should have kept it. But we'll see. Jake probably threw it away or something and was bitching Joey out about it. But congrats, Joey. And congrats to myself. Played a hell of a round. Nine holes. Stay tuned for uh, the match number two. So we'll wrap it up here. Uh, we went over a couple things. Just the the Rocket Mortgage. Again, I'll be down there Friday. If you see me, you see the post, come and find me. Come say hi. Let's talk. Let's chat. We'd love to talk to you. The match, obviously, we just went over it. Jake lost. I won. Shocker. We'll get, another, we'll get the match number two going here soon. And then we'll get the boys back on the podcast, hopefully, next week and talk about a few other things as well. Uh, one last thing to wrap it up. Um, I want to leave you guys with a question here. Since I am solo on this podcast, Card Shrinks Podcast number eight, the question is, do you like playing solo rounds? Do you like golfing by yourself? Because I think it can go either way. For me, I don't mind it. I think it's a nice change of pace. It it's kind of it's kind of fun in a sense because it's kind of just you you out there just at your own pace. Um, especially if you can get out like a like a weekday morning just by yourself. Not many people on the course, and you can kind of maybe hit hit a few balls, work on a few things, put on some music or something. I'll pour a drink if you want. I don't care. But I, I, I think I think it's a good change of pace. I don't mind it. I do it every so often. I think the last time I golfed solo was, let's see, probably it's about two years ago, actually, now. I had maybe, it was about a year or two ago. And I played up at the Myth. I think it's in Rochester, or just north of Rochester. And that was actually... I was just coming off COVID and I was out of work for about a week. And it was like the the day of my last quarantine or the day after my last quarantine. And I was just going stir crazy and home by myself, feeling better. And I said, screw it. I'm going to go. I think I'm good. I'm going to go out, play around. I'm not, I'm not contagious anymore. I got, I got nothing to do. So getting a little stir crazy, was off work. So I went, I believe it was a Friday, a Friday morning. I went out to the myth. Not many people out. Beautiful. Nice day. And um yeah, just played a uh just played 18 on my own. So let me know. I know, you know, I definitely know Jake has done a, a solo round, so we'll see what his thoughts are. I think young Max has played solo before. We've been golfing for a long time. So, you know, I think overall I I enjoy it. It's kind of just, you know, a little peaceful out there by yourself. Like I said, hit a few balls, work on a few things. And um, nobody's really out there bothering you. So 
I'll say it again, maybe maybe a weekday morning you got take a day off work or a half day in the morning or something like that. Get out there with the uh the old retired guys and hit a few balls around, maybe even pair up with them and have a good time. You never know. But let us let me know. Hopefully you make it to the end of the show. Hopefully you listen to it. Hopefully this wasn't too boring for you. you know, I'm not the most exciting guy, but I think I think we went over a few a few good things here. Rocket Mortgage, the match. And then uh, yeah, flying solo. Like do you like playing solo rounds? So that's gonna do it here for podcast number eight. Um hopefully next week we can get back to the full crew here and recap a little bit of the Rocket Mortgage. Maybe uh, recap a young Max's trip out to Europe, and then we'll get Jake's two cents about the uh, the match here. Um, honestly, it's not going to offer much much more of anything else. So, looking forward to that. Thanks for listening. Uh, make sure you, uh, if you have time, leave us a review and a rating on uh, Spotify and Apple Podcasts. That'll be huge for us. Let us know how we're doing. But again, appreciate everyone for listening and uh, liking all of our stuff. And we will catch you on the next one. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.